in the English on page 296, in the Hebrew copies, we're holding on page Kuf, Samach Zayin, by Oisches. What we discussed yesterday, perhaps one of the most important points which we've discussed in the Mimer, we discussed the number eight, the Lamaila Mehishtalshlus of Hanukkah, and how that concept of Lamaila Mehishtalshlus of Hanukkah, it defines the rest of Hanukkah. All of Hanukkah can be understood when we properly understand the Lamaila Mehishtalshlus that is Hanukkah. And we said that in the Lamaila Mehishtalshlus of Hanukkah, there are two aspects, or two levels. The first level of the Lamayla Meishtalshlus of Hanukkah is that Chayshech Yachshich. Thank you very much. That Chayshech Yachshich. means the darkness doesn't reach there. And we discussed this at length in the last class and in the class prior. How there is a level of Yechida that in the level of Yechida you can't reach that level with Shum Minagid. We showed how that's true always. Because when I'm operating with my Yechida, you can't attack me. Although you have a Yechida, but your Yechida doesn't parallel my Yechida. You have Seichel, which parallels my Seichel. Midas, which parallels my Midas. Taiva, which parallels my Taiva. Ratzin, which parallels my Ratzin. You have different parallels to me, which you can battle against me. But my Yechida is mine alone, and you don't have anything that parallels it. We said how that's especially true when we're discussing Kedusha, because there is no real Yechida by Klippa, because Klippa, the essence of Klippa is nothing, and Kedusha, the essence of Kedusha is godliness. Only Kedusha has Yechida, Klippa doesn't have Yechida. So that was one level. That it doesn't have an umbra and a penumbra or whatever that was. Um, it it doesn't have a yechida. There is no darkness that can reach this level of light. The level of light of eight can't be touched by darkness. But then we set a much deeper level, and a much more powerful level, and that is that it transforms the Nefesh Bahamas itself, that the Nefesh Bahamas wants to wake up for Chesidus. It transforms the Nefesh Bahamas itself, that the Nefesh Bahamas wants to do mitzvahs, that the Nefesh Bahamas is pushing for Kedusha, that the darkness itself shines. That was the second level. And we said that this is two levels in the lighting of the Meneira on Chanukah, 
There's one level in the lighting of the Menorah and Hanukkah that's Kalyer Rigla the Tarmudoy, meaning that it causes to cease. It gets rid of all of the Tarmudoy that are out there. The Meredes, the rebellion, the fighting against Eibishter, which exists out on the street. That's one level of Kalyer Rigla de Tarmudoy. But then there was a much deeper level of Kalyer Rigla de Tarmudoy. And that is that the Tarmudoy themselves start singing Halal and Va'al Hanisim and start praising the Eibishter as a result of this unlimited power of the Menorah. The Menorah is so powerful that the, the, the Tarmudoy themselves recognize the Eibishter. Good? That's where we're holding. Now we're starting Eishas. Valpi Kalhanal, according to everything that we've said, Yuvan Haferglaich. You'll be able to understand the Fergleich, the comparison. The Neiris Chanaka, Lesukai of the candles of Hanukkah to Sukkot and to the Pariachag. That was one of the questions we asked way back in the beginning of the Mimer. The Mimer took a little bit longer than I expected. Nine classes. So we're going back a bunch of classes ago. The Fergleich, the comparison between Sukkot and Pariachag. We wanted to know what's the connection, what's the comparison. That was in the first class that we learned. Now, I do want to remind you just that this Maimer is a Maimer from Tavshin Lamed Ches. We learned several Maimerim from Tavshin Lamed Ches. The first one from Matzei Simchas Torah, Tavshin Lamed Ches. Now, in Shemini Yatzeris, Tavshin Lamed Ches is when the Rebbe had a heart attack and the Rebbe insisted on staying in 770 and the Rebbe remained in 770 um, for the entire period. He was treated in 770. On Rish Chedish Kislev Tavshin Lamed Ches. So just before Hanukkah of Tavshin Lamed Ches is when the Rebbe went home, which is why we have a special Yamtiv on Rish Chedish Kislev. It signifies a certain um, a, a, a certain redemption of the Rebbe that took place then in Tavshin Lamed Ches, and therefore has a relevance always on that date. Okay, so this is the Rebbe going home from 770 on Rosh Now it's Chanukah Tavshin Ches, and the Rebbe is connecting Chanukah Tavshin Ches to Sukkot Tavshin Ches, and specifically to Shemini Atzeres Tavshin Ches. In any case, Ki Inyan Sukkot, the idea of Sukkot, Vigam Inyan Pari Hachag, also the idea of the Pari Hachag, the Karbanis, which were brought specifically on Sukkot. The idea of Sukkot in general, and the Karbanis of Sukkot in particular, who hiskalus hamakifim, is the revelation of the level of makif. On Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, we draw down powerful levels of godliness. Smeiloi tachas lereshi. We draw down the powerful revelations of the Abishter's kingship, the Abishter's malchus over the world. This is what Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are all about, are these deep 
in intense levels of makif, surrounding godliness, comes Sukkot, and the theme of Sukkot is revealing those levels, connecting to those levels, drawing them down in a pnimis. Bidugmas Sukkot Kipshuta, similar to the Sukkah in the simple sense. Shemakefes ala Adam, the Sukkah surrounds the person, and the person enters into it. So therefore, when you enter into the Sukkah, the theme of entering into the Sukkah is drawing down that surrounding level that you're entering into it, drawing it down, pepnimius, that you're connecting to it. Ubishmini de Sukkis, on the eighth day of Sukkis, Nimshachim Hamakifim Vinatsarim Gambipnimis. You're able to draw down the Makifim in a way that Atsaras, Atsaras means stop or absorb, which are connected to each other. In order to absorb, you have to stop. As long as you're running, you can't absorb. The language in Halacha is that if something is is um is pushing out it can't draw in right simcha if something is if you have a pot and the pot is letting out its flavor then it can't draw in other flavor and so on and so forth so this concept of netzeres of absorbing of drawing in is something which is specifically connected to Shmini Atzeres. That you're drawing down all of the Makifim of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur and what you started to draw down in Sukkot, Bipnimius, on a deeper level, on an internal level, on a level where you're able to relate it. Bidugmas Ha'aveda de Mesiris Nefesh de Chanukah. And this is similar to the Aveda of Mesiris Nefesh of Chanukah. That it affects, as we said earlier in the Mimer, that it affects not just that now we're operating in Yechida mode, that now I can lift up a bus, but it affects Vichaydaris. Remember what the word Vichaydaris means? It permeates, it penetrates the Chol Kaychis in all the powers of the Nefesh. That's what Chanukah does. Chanukah is not just about this higher level. Chanukah is about reaching outwards and accomplishing that this deepest level, the Yechida Shabbat is shining on every level, even in the Nefesh Abahamas. V'zehu Mashashneihem, and this is why both of them, Sukkis and Chanukah, are Shmeinayamim, are eight days. It's not just a happenstance that you have two Yamim Tevim that happen to be the same amount of days, but rather it's a reflection of the essence of what these Yamim Tevim are about. The number eight, which indicates higher than Ishtal Shalos, but it indicates it in a way that it's one plus seven. Shaha Aleph that the Aleph, the one, Shalemayla Mehishtalshalus, which is higher than Ishtalshalus, Nimshach be Zayin, it's drawn down into the Zayin, the seven, which is Ishtalshalus. 
just like the candle of Hanukkah, the candles of Hanukkah affect also in the feet of the Tarmudoi, meaning in the lowest level of the lowest type of people, the Tarmudoi, the Mardim, in two ways, like we just discussed, Shabitchila first, who mechala it causes a kiloyan erasing, umivatel, and it negates oisam, it gets rid of them, it gets rid of every shred of rebellion, it gets rid of every shred of fighting. Vaacharkach and afterwards, poyel bohem, it affects in them, shagam heim yehapchulikdusha that they too should be turned over to holiness. It's similar. It's similar. Gam also Bahakravas in the in the offering of the Ayin Pariachag of the seventy cows, the seventy karbanis of Sukkis, Shakanagad Shivim Umaisailam, which as we've said Earlier in the Maimer, they correspond to the 70 nations. And the objective of bringing these 70 karbanis is to refine the 70 nations. Hallelujah, That you should reach a level where all 70 nations are singing Hashem's praise. And this takes place in two ways. first. Pa'elas hahakrava, the offering affects shahumis you paichasim vahalchim. That the umis that the nations of the world should be paichasim vahalchim. They're getting less and less, which is why over the course of Sukkot, you start off with a larger number of cows, and as Sukkot goes on, day after day, two, three, four, five, as you go through the days of Sukkot, every day you bring a smaller number of cows. The total number adds up to 70. But each day, there's a little bit less. That's on Hanukkah, not on Sukkot. On Hanukkah. But those who say that on Hanukkah you go less and less, Beishamai, say that it's because of the Pariachag. And what happens with the Pariachag? The Pariachag is, the, the Pariachag get less and less every day. They're becoming smaller and smaller. Why are they becoming smaller and smaller? Because with each day, you're causing a kiloyin, a bittle of the umais. That those umais, which were the 70 za'iv and the 70 wolves, which want to devour Yisrael, chas v'shalom, they want to devour the Yidin, chas v'shalom, with each and every day they are poichasim v'olchim, they are becoming less and less. V'achar kachan, afterwards, poielas bohem, it affects them, shegam heim yisayu Yisrael, that they too, shegam heim, that they too, yisayu Yisrael, they should help the Yidin. Like our sages teach us, that if only 
the nations of the world Yedim would know how the base Hamikdash was Yafa Lahem was good for them if they would appreciate the resource of this Beis HaMikdash in the world and how the Beis HaMikdash transforms the entire world how it keeps the world a green world and a lively world and a beautiful world how it affects the whole entire world not only would the nations of the world not constantly be trying to destroy the Beis HaMikdash but on the contrary Kastriyais Kastriyais means camps of soldiers. They would send armies to surround the Beis HaMikdash to protect the Beis HaMikdash. Which is different than the protection which takes place from the Levium, which is from the inside. This protection is a protection from the outside. But the point is that the nations of the world themselves would go out of their way to do everything possible to make sure that the Beis HaMikdash is protected. Could you imagine, Dovi? Could you imagine? Russia would have an army there, and, and Turkey would have an army there, and Iran would have an army there. They would ha- all have armies surrounding the Beis HaMikdash to protect the Beis HaMikdash so that the Beis HaMikdash should be able to continue to function. If only they appreciated. But how do they come to appreciate? What do they appreciate currently? They appreciate kina, taiva, and kaved. Jealousy, taiva, desire, and kaved, and honor. That's what they appreciate and that's what they fight for. That's what they use their armies for presently. The Aveda of Yidin, specifically on Sukkis, is... The hakravas ayin poriachak to refine the nations. And the refining is supposed to bring them to a level that they should appreciate it. And when they appreciate it, not only do the nations cease to exist as menagdim, as opposers to Klal Yisrael, they are turned over. There's the, the transformation of the darkness into light, that the darkness itself shines, and they begin to protect Klal Yisrael. They begin to protect the Yidin. Through this that we affect in them. This idea of Ishapcha, the idea of transformation. There is added through them, an aid, also in holiness. which is Shmir Samikdash, the guarding of the Beis Samikdash. Because we're not just doing the Iskafia. What's Iskafia? Iskafia is bending. Iskafia is destroying the Ra, conquering the Ra. The Ra wants that you should behave in a certain way. Iskafia says, I'm not going to listen. Just because you have Shmir, just because you have a Taiva to do something, it doesn't mean you should do it. Iskafia means control yourself. Who's in charge of you? Who's in charge of you? U.S. government. Ani. No. Some? Who's Ani? Who's in charge of you? 
the nefesh alikis is what's supposed to be in charge of you. If you go and let your nefesh abahamis run wild and just do whatever it wants, whenever it wants, because it wants, you know what you're doing? You're letting your nefesh abahamis call the shots. That's a state of existence. To enter into a zoo? Are you in a zoo? When you go to the bathroom, you make sure to go to a toilet first, right? An animal doesn't go to a toilet before he goes to the bathroom. Why? Because an animal does whatever it wants, whenever it wants, wherever it wants. It could be standing in the middle of a base Madrash and it'll go to the toilet over there too. But a person doesn't do that. That's Iskafia. Iskafia is control yourself. Iskafia's put. It is. It is. If you're allowing yourself to eat a piece of cake because the piece of cake is in front of you, you're not thinking about why should I eat that piece of cake? Is it good for me? Is it good for me healthy? Is it good for me spiritually? You're just eating it because it's there. That means you're giving your Nevisha Bahamas control to do whatever it wants, whenever it wants. And that's just like the horse just making wherever it wants. It's the same exact thing. We didn't have Iskafia in the Maimah. Oh. We just spoke about Iskafia. I'm just contrasting it to Iskafia. I'm contrasting it. The first level is really the concept of Iskafia. Because Iskafia means controlling your Nefesh Bahamas. Iskafia means not allowing your Nefesh Bahamas to just express itself. And when you control your Nefesh Bahamas, then you're getting rid of its impulses. You're getting rid of its Freedom of its just doing whatever it wants, wherever it wants, whenever it wants. But then there's a deeper level. And the deeper level is Ishapcha. Ishapcha means that not only are you, is you, and that's your nefesh alokit, your godly soul, not only are you controlling your nefesh abahamis, but you've trained and transformed your Nefesh Abamas. That your Nefesh Abamas no longer wants to do anything that's the opposite of the Nefesh Alikis. That's a much deeper level. That's the level of Ishapcha. And this is what the Karbanes and Sukkis are about. Of course, initially the Karbanes of Sukkis, as they are Peiches Vahilach, as they are diminishing every day, the whole concept is taking the Umot, the nations of the world, and slowly making them smaller, making them less, conquering them, diminishing them. But that's not where we start. Stop. We don't stop by just diminishing the nations. We want to bring the nations that the nations of the world, hallelujah, that the nations of the world themselves should recognize Eibishter. That's the concept of Ishapcha, of the complete transformation. That complete transformation takes place on Sukkot as well. That's the deeper level of what's taking place. And then, then you have through them that not only are they not opposing, are they not getting in the way, are they not stopping us from being Yidin and being proud Yidin. I'm a Jew and I'm proud. Not only that, but they're actually helping us. Shmiras 
HaMikdash. They're guarding the Mikdash. They're helping us be Jews. This is similar to the way that it's going to be in the future when Mashiach comes. Kasher when? Then Hashem says, I will transform. I will turn over the nations. Turn over. I won't just squelch them. I won't just push them out of the way. I'm going to turn them over. That all nations of the world will serve him, will serve Hashem. One group. One with one direction. That will cause the continuation of the prophecy. That strangers will come up, will, will, will stand up, and they will shepherd your sheep. In other words, the nations of the world, who until now we had to be afraid to walk into their countries, to walk down their streets, they will stand up and they will shepherd our sheep. They will help us. They will take care of us. They will allow us to be able to learn Torah and serve Hashem and guide them in the proper way of behavior. This is similar to the sacrificing of the 70 cows on Sukkot, which correspond to the 70 nations. Va'ad to the point, that through and as a result of these nations, there is added Bashmini in the number eight. On the eighth day of Sukkot, carbon the Bnei Yisrael Beis a carbon for the Yidin in the Beis Hamikdash. We have two more Oseis in the Maimer. Oistas. Vehine ha'inyan demisha tishka chama, the idea of when the sun sets, koi bi'yichod al choyshech al it's referring specifically to the darkness of exile. Hanukkah is all about the darkness of exile that we find ourselves in. If you woke up any morning, any morning in the past six months, and you woke up in the morning and you said, I just can't do- handle it anymore. It's too much for me. Whatever personal reasons you said that statement that statement reflects the darkness of Galus a darkness that you feel is just overwhelming you and it's too hard for you to contend with comes the Yom Tov of Hanukkah and the Yom Tov of Hanukkah is about illuminating that darkness and especially in Galus, although it seems like Baruch Hashem we're comfortable now, but the darkness, the Chayshech, is kafel umechupel, is doubled over. That's what you see amongst Klal Yisrael, amongst Yidin, amongst Chassidim. There's so much pain and suffering on personal levels which exists the doubled over darkness, whether it's physical pain, whether it's spiritual pain, but so much hardship 
the doubled over darkness, the ikvisa de Mashiach, of the footsteps of Mashiach, the time just before Mashiach comes. This doubled over darkness that we're currently in. This is the lesson of Ner Hanukkah to each and every one of us, because we've all had mornings like that. Mornings where the pain feels too overwhelming, where the darkness feels too encompassing, too, too much to be drowning us. And the Hanukkah comes and teaches us a lesson. You know what the lesson of Hanukkah is? There's an objective for the darkness. The darkness is there for a reason. It's not just random. And if it's not random, then automatically it becomes less overwhelming. There's an objective of it. And that is who? In order to arouse the Aveda of Mesir Snefesh. In order to reach the Aved of Mesir Snefesh, because Mesir Snefesh you don't reach in the Beis HaMikdash. In the Beis HaMikdash, you only have a menorah of seven, of seven arms. In the Beis HaMikdash, you only light the menorah by day. It's only because of the darkness of Galus that we're able to have an eight armed Menorah, which we light by night. It's only because of the darkness of Galus that we're able to have Mesir Snefesh. You understand, Menachem? The darkness, the darkness, that's where the light comes from. That's where the Mesir Snefesh comes from. Yes, it needs to, but it brings it. Val Valzeh, excuse me, misbarer hachayshuk v'neb bachla'ar. And in this way, misbarer hachayshuk, the darkness is refined v'neb bachla'ar, and it's turned over into light. Like I told you yesterday, you are amazing. You recognize that, Ovi? Yes. Oh, sorry. It depends on the day. Okay. It's true. Even on the days where you don't recognize it, it's true. You're amazing. You are. And remember it from the days where you do recognize it. You appreciate that, Yechanan. Yechanan is all about the Yom Tov of Hanukkah. Right? Snare. You know what it means that you are amazing? I am. You are. You're amazing. And do you know why you're amazing? Do you know why you're amazing? You're amazing because you're you. I think this is on the point. If you weren't you, then you wouldn't be amazing. Someone else would be amazing. It's because you're you. And do you know what made you you, Dovi? What made you you is everything that happened since the day you were born until now. Plus, even before you were born. Even the things that took place before you were born, that led to your being born. That's part of what makes you amazing. And in those events, there are some events which are painful, which are dark, 
which are difficult, right? Which are hard to contend with, hard to deal with. But that darkness is what made you, you, and what made you amazing. That means that the chayshach is nisbarer, it's refined, and it's turned over into light. And that's what the Yom Tov of Hanukkah is about. To take the darkness of Golos and show how not just in our personal lives, what makes you amazing is the darkness that you had to contend with. But what makes the world amazing, which is the Geula, Mashiach. When Mashiach is going to come and he's going to allow this amazingness to be seen across the world in every fiber of its existence is as a result of as a result of everything that we did, all of our divine service throughout the exile that we experienced. Through combining Tziruf, Avedas, the Aveda of Kol Echad Echad, every single Jew, Mibne Yisrael, Yachad, together. And the Rebbe says, if not all of them, Al Kopanim Rubam, at least most of them, Rubai Kikule, after all, how many Jews in the world out there haven't heard of Chabad? Haven't been affected by Chabad. So we're reaching most of the Jews. Most of them are like all of them. And then the Rebbe says, let's not even rely on that. Let's not even rely on most Jews. Even by one mitzvah, which ne'er does. One mitzvah. One mitzvah that you do. Can in and of itself, whether an action mitzvah, whether a speech mitzvah, even a mitzvah in your thought. But that mitzvah can in and of itself machria, tip over, tip over, as atzma yourself, in the entire world, to the side of zchus of merit, and it'll cause for you, Vilahem, and for the entire world, Shua, saving the Hatzalah and salvation. And how much more so is Yud? Through adding in the mitzvah of Nerchanaka, this mitzvah is especially relevant to Yeshua Natsala. So when we do any mitzvah, any mitzvah that we do, wearing tzitzis, putting on tefillin, davening, whatever mitzvah we do can tip over our scale and the scale of the entire world, the kafschos, and bring a Yeshua v'hatzalah for our, ourselves and the entire world. But when we're discussing a mitzvah like Chanukah, that the mitzvah is all about Tshua v'Yeshua, about the Tshua v'Yeshua that the Yidin experienced in the time of Chanukah, therefore this mitzvah is especially connected to the redemption, and the redemption which will take place also through Mashiach. Mikivan Mashiach, 
because Mashiach Vikhain Aliyomasar Gula and also Aliyoha Navi who will announce the Gaula, who already began to announce the Gaula. If only we would be able to hear Hey Mehashmina Nisikhe Adam, they are amongst the eight princes of men in the Torah and the Chachamim speak of seven shepherds of the Jewish people and eight princes of men. Mashiach and Aliyah were included in the eight princes of men. That in Yin Shemayna, the number eight, is the nearest Chanukah, the candles of Chanukah, which will be the Mevaser HaGeula, which will usher in the redemption. V'oid in Yin the nearest Chanukah LaGeula Yisida. Another idea of the connection of the candles of Chanukah to the future redemption. The Just like the candles of Chanukah are not battle forever, also the future redemption. It will be an eternal redemption. Remember, we spoke about the Neris of Chanukah, the candles of Chanukah, and we said how the candles of Chanukah is the only avoid of the base Hamikdash that continues now. That it continues through Galus. And that's what Hakashem told Aaron, the Karbanis are betalim, unfortunately. It's already almost 2,000 years that we weren't able to bring Karbanis in the Beis HaMikdash. But the Neris Hanukkah continue, the Neris of the Menorah continue. And just like the Neris of the Menorah continue, so too, when Mashiach comes, the Gula Asida will be an eternal redemption and never again will there be a Galus. And the same is true of the third Beis HaMikdash, who bias Nitzchi, it's an eternal bias, which will not be mamish. Al nisachavi, al niflai sachavi, al Yeshua sachah. Al nisachavi, al niflai sachavi, al Yeshua sachah. Leheidei salala, leheidei salala, l'shem chagadal. Leheidei salala, leheidei l'shem Okay, we have an amazing Shabbos coming up, a Shabbos Yutes Kislev, a packed Shabbos for bringing and everything. But in all of that, don't forget to review the Mimer, because on Sunday you're going to have a test on this Mimer. Okay. And then on Monday and Tuesday, Bezus Hashem, we'll, we will um, find something else about Hanukkah to learn. Okay. Maybe, maybe. Okay. Beautiful. Okay, all the best. Thank you. The test. Uh, what